Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your recap for Monday, September 25th, 2023. Here's what you may have missed on the show today. We talked about firstborn siblings, apparently the worst drivers on the road. When talking about the sibling groups, <laughs> a little bit of revenge coming back for the Younger kids against the eldest. Um, this was actually an insurance study of about 1,300 motorists. And what they found is that the eldest child is, uh, when you compare the eldest child to the other children in a sibling group, they were the worst drivers. They found that they, uh, 89% of older siblings were likely to speed on the roadways. 47% cut off other drivers. And 46% hog the middle of the road. What they also found is that the youngest sibling generally is the safest driver, followed by the next youngest and then the next youngest after that. Uh, as for the excuse for all that bad driving, well, it depends on the birth order. Well, the middle and youngest children are more likely to lay the blame of other drivers, annoying them. Eldest drivers, uh, the eldest children uh, in a group, sibling group, tend to say uh, their bad road etiquette is for a good reason. For instance, being late or something like that. This is interesting because you would tend to think when you are buying produce, and you're buying it like at the supermarket or even at a farmer's market, but there's some sort of wording that says that the produce was grown locally. You would tend to think that it would be grown. It's whole harvesting from the seed to the harvest was done. Maybe 30 minutes up the road, maybe an hour or two, no more than two hours, because then at that point, it's not really local anymore. But here's the thing. There is no definition of local, at least according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Mm. The U.S. Department of Agriculture had a farm bill that was passed in 2018, check this out, that allows the word local to be used in food sourced as far away as 400 miles. So the maters you picked up at the farmer's market may not be from uh, north central Florida. It could be as far away as Charleston, South Carolina, or blueberries and strawberries from Pascagoula, Mississippi. So just a little bit more knowledge is power in this arena. It's important to, if you're you know looking at buying something local, perhaps paying a little bit more money because it is local, to actually have a conversation with the seller to find out where, indeed, this produce came from. Daddy's little girl is more than just a saying. It's a way of life. According to Emory University, they did an experiment that concluded that fathers of girls responded much quicker and much more attentive to their daughters than their sons. 
And granted, it was a small study, 52 families with toddlers, and uh, they tried to find out what was going on here. And what they found was a significant difference in how fathers interact with their children, including a more openness about their own feelings when talking with their daughters. Fathers of toddler daughters were more likely to sing to them, to respond to them if they cried out, and to talk with them about sad feelings and about their body, while dads of toddler sons were more likely to do rough-and-tumble play and to talk about the achievements rather than emotion. And while these actions were unintentional, the study concludes that fathers may actually be less attentive to the emotional needs of their boys, which may be explaining why girls are much more able to understand emotions as an adult, and we could be unknowingly harming the mental health of our sons. Now, what they did find is that uh, they were not quite sure um, if this particular reaction was uh, biologically hardwired or perhaps it was simply parents following social expectations. But these findings from Emory University also tend to mirror previous studies as well. So an interesting one indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My uh, eldest son mentioned over the weekend that he can't wait to, to become um, uh, an adult. And my husband said, <laughs> it's a trap. And I just started laughing. I'm like, it is kind of a trap in a sense. But, uh, you know, getting older comes with a lot of wisdom. So there is that benefit. But it also comes with a lot more doctor's appointments. Um, and it also comes with the consequences of using modern technology for most of our life. A hunched over, forward-leaning posture is more common with age. It's an actual condition called hyperkythosis, uh, which basically means it's the, uh, the weakening of the, uh, the, the vertebrae in your back or the, the compression of the vertebrae in your back caused by uh, breaks. And what happens is that you start getting that kind of that hunch, not really a hunchback, but you're, you kind of stoop is, is the actual term, is where you kind of, you can't stand up straight at all. And a lot of it has to do with uh, bone density as we lose it as we get older, uh, especially for women who, uh, once they go through the change, um, actually are really uh, uh, susceptible to osteoporosis. But there's other things as well, like degenerative uh, disc disease and spinal deformities. And perhaps looking down on computer screens and phones for much of the day. There was a 2014 study that sounds that just looking down on your mobile phone puts the equivalent of 60, that's six zero extra pounds of weight of your head right there on your body because it's not centered. And therefore, it puts undue pressure on your neck and the upper part of your back. That can lead to fractures and that could lead to hyperkyphosis. Um, so... Um, they really do suggest that you take breaks from working on your computer every 30 minutes, take two minutes out to uh, just kind of sit up, stretch back, and uh, straighten your back somewhat uh, as well. They also talk about considering moving your computer monitor up to eye level should help uh, to help keep your head 
centered, where it should be uh, looking out versus looking down. And they also talk about st- uh, practicing straight posture. And I, I did this, and it felt good. Now, f- now stand with, uh, go with me on this one here. Find a wall. Stand with your head, your shoulders, your upper back, your buttocks, and your heels flat against that wall. That's your head, your shoulders, upper back, buttocks, and heels straight up on that wall. And then when you're there, you'll kind of want to act like there's a string on the top of your head pulling it to the ceiling to kind of lengthen yourself out a little bit. And this actually kind of decompresses your spine to a degree. And if you do this, uh, like uh, hold that position for about 30 seconds and then repeat it three times daily, this should help in straightening your back and making it strong as well. So I thought that was good. Hey, are you properly washing your armpits? Probably never thought about washing your armpits, but apparent, uh, but I guess according to washing experts, uh, if you're not using antibacterial soap and not washing each armpit in a circular motion with that antibacterial soap for 30 seconds, you are harboring the previous day's filth. Uh, they say the key to washing off the antiperspirant or deodorant is antibacterial, and a lot of times we don't properly wash it all off. And if you don't do that, well, you can get to the source of the filth. And in particular, under our armpits and in our groin area, and apparently now as I'm older, my, my uh, upper back, uh, there, is, um, there are particular sweat glands that are uh, found in the hairier regions, that actually secrete an oily fluid that contains proteins, lipids, and steroids. You need to really clean this. This is going to the, to the, to, uh, the washing expert, and it's really hard to do that unless you are using an antibacterial soap, which kills the bacteria that feeds on this particular um, uh, secretion, which causes stink. Say, uh, we are getting into Halloween, and I thought this was funny. Because, not funny in a sense, but just how... How the history just repeats itself. Um, and when I talk about this, I'm talking about witches, at least the witches that we associate with practicing magic and, and writing brooms. Uh, I've run into witches many a times, but usually I change the first letter. But in any case, um, look, went back and looked at, uh, there was an article, look back at the Salem witch trials of 1692 and 1693. Of course, we know that that was a very famous witch trial um, where um, more than 200 people were accused 30 people were found guilty of practicing witchcraft. Of those 30 people, 14 women and five were executed by hanging. So how does one become labeled as being a witch since they technically don't exist? But how would you go about doing this? Well, according to the laws and evidence that we used during the trials, uh, these are the things that would qualify you to become a witch and therefore uh, a sentence for it. If you were a woman, you uh, have a really good chance of being on trial. And that's because for thousands of years, people believed that women were the most susceptible to the sins of mankind versus men. Because, you know, men, men strong, women weak. Um, and so, you know, if there, since, there was a, since sinning is a clear indication of devil worship, well, of course, more women would be witches than men. Uh. Uh, speaking of women, if you are a wealthy woman who did not need the financial support of a man you could be labeled a witch. And there's a little bit something more sinister on that particular labeling because between 1620 and 1725, in the height of the witch trials of New England, um, women without sons or brothers or men, any male um, in their bloodline, that were able, that basically had nowhere to put their inheritance, 
compromised 89% of the women executed for witchcraft. So basically, if you were a uh, woman with no heir, they just labeled you a witch, and I would assume they would get your, your money or your land or whatever. Conversely, though, it wasn't just the super rich women. If you were not able to support yourself financially, you were a witch, which kind of rings true today. The poor, the homeless, and those forced to rely on community uh, for the community support are always the most vulnerable. And in the case of the Salem witch trials, they were often accused of witchcraft. I guess just to get rid of them, huh? Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, if you had more women friend than men, well, then you had to be a witch because as a group of women congregating without a male chaperone was deemed to be the coven meeting of the worship of the devil. All right. <laughs> if you were married with too few children, you could be practicing witchcraft because you have all that extra time instead of raising 8, 10, 12 kids. But probably the quickest way to being brought up on charges of witchcraft was basically having an argument or a disagreement with somebody. Because it's very important to point out for the Salem witch trials, and much of this whole witch thing, there was no evidence needed. You literally could go to anybody and point a finger and yell witch. People would believe it. That person would be on the defensive and they'd have to defend themselves. And again, if they're poor, or if they're homeless, or there's any sort of thing that would make this person out of the norm or didn't follow the Bible or had a mole on their face or, dare I say, was a, was a redhead versus anything else, well, that must be a devil because we don't understand that not everything is exactly 100% the same everywhere. And then finally, talked about the latest class action lawsuit, and this one involves basically fruit juice and its claims that fruit juice is healthy. And this one is interesting because it is true on both ends. Um, at least when, when, I, when I listen to it. But this is what's going on. There's a class action lawsuit going on against Minute Maid um, because of, uh, on their packaging, they use the terms good for you and part of a healthy, balanced diet on the description of six-ounce juice boxes. Six-ounce juice box, very important because I'll tell you about this here in just a few minutes. But anyways, the people who brought, who brought the lawsuit against Coca-Cola, which is uh, the parent company of Minute Maid, cite scientific evidence showing that fruit juice uh, is not healthy. It increases one's risk of serious chronic disease, like heart disease and type 2 diabetes. It leads to visceral fats around the liver and the gut. And that visceral fat leaves you open for more health issues. On the flip side, the uh, defense for Minute Maid is arguing that the healthy and balanced diet claims that they print on their juice boxes is within the FDA requirements for the food product to use the word healthy on its label. And here's where it is arguable, because 100% fruit juice for, is, is a liquid from, from fruit that's minus the fiber. So it does contain many of those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that we label as healthy. So therefore, technically, the juice box label of being healthy and part of a healthy, balanced diet is valid. But here's where you could argue that the health aspects begin to fade. Now... Remember I told you about a six-ounce juice box. Now, for about six ounces of juice, you need about three to four apples. And for argument's sake here, a medium-sized apple contains about 19 grams of sugar, or rather fructose. It's not sugar, it's fructose. That's naturally occurring sugar. And when you consume fructose with whole fruit, with all the fiber and the, you know, the skin and all that good stuff here, 
uh, very little of it is actually absorbed into your blood sugar because the fiber kind of slows things down and it slows it down enough to get the uh, stuff all the way through your digestive system. And the reason for that is, is that your body really has no need for fructose at all. Um, we use um, uh, circulose as our energy. That's the sugar that we use, um, you know, part of the carb moments so that it, you know, it gives you the quick energy. And the idea behind your body is that once it uses up all the, uh, the, uh, the uh, circulose energy, that it would turn to fat. That's how your body is designed to work. Um, but fructose comes in, which is very close to sucrose, um, but your body doesn't know how to process it. So when it comes to you in a juice form without any of that fiber, it immediately goes to your liver. Now, your liver is like saying, wait a minute, hold up here now. This is something we might well hang on to. You know what I'm saying? So your body turns it into fat, and it turns it into fat, and just like we all do, it kind of stores it in the garage. We don't want to put it in a storage bin or somewhere else. I'm just going to put it as close as I can to the house, which, according to your liver, is the fat cells right outside your liver. And that's where you can get health problems, like I said, when um, your liver um, gets, uh, has what's called a fatty liver and visceral fat around the essential organs. That is really, really bad. And why this is a problem, um, because of what we perceive as being a healthy product that we put in our bodies. Fruit is healthier. No argument about that. It is very much healthier than eating a candy bar. But when you're talking about drinking fruit juice compared to soft drinks, because we always hear that soft drinks are bad because they contain sugar. When you talk about a medium-sized apple containing 19 grams of sugar and it takes three to four to make six ounces of juice, that means that uh, there's roughly 64% more sugar in a six-ounce box of apple juice than in a 12-ounce can or bottle of soda. So in this instance, we tend to think that fruit juice is the better choice than soda. In reality, the soda offers less sugar that your body can't process because it is fructose and therefore could lead to health problems. So in the sense of the lawsuit, I see both sides, which is going to be really interesting to see how this one plays out with, with, uh, with Minute Maid. Because technically, fruit juice is healthy. It has the ingredients of, 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 of apples. And even if you were to change the definition of what can use healthy or not healthy, once again, because there's nothing added to the 100% fruit juice, there's nothing you can do. However, you now have the knowledge, because you may have heard this conversation before about fruit juice, um, and when we uh, adopted our sons... I remember parents telling me, don't get them on fruit juice. It is wor worst thing ever to get them off. And now I understand why. Because the, the fructose is so sweet. And um, your body has no idea what to use with it. So uh, that is what I wanted to pass along to you today. And you can you know, determine yourself if you want to include that or not. But at least you have the knowledge to know uh, about not only... And I'm not just picking on, on apple juice. I'm talking about orange juice, uh, grapefruit juice... Uh, any sort of juice um, because we're consuming it the way it was not intended to be consumed is why it causes problems in our body. So there's the show for today, Monday, September 25th, 2023. I'm Chris Malone. Thank you so much for listening. I always welcome your comments, feedback, and suggestions. You can email those to me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E at A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 